Welcome to Fusion Marriage Podcast with Madonna. This is where we focus on relying on God's grace for our marital journey and the wisdom in his word to deal with all that our marriage throws at us. I pray you enjoy it. Welcome to today's episode, Demonstrating Greater Love in Marriage. Greater love is such a beautiful thing, so much so that our Heavenly Father demonstrated his love to us by sacrificing his only son on the cross for our salvation. Greater love is also such a powerful emotion. It can be referred to as the love that's stronger than death. The Bible tells us that God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God commands us in John 13, 34, that a new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. My question to you is, are you able to love your spouse how Christ loves you? In addition to the material gifts and experiences this Valentine weekend, make that decision to love your spouse as Christ loves you and will surely serve you well. The sacrificial love, the unconditional love, and the kind of love that seeks not its own. Yes, you can do it. Because with God, nothing is impossible. On today's episode, I'll share two ways you can demonstrate greater love in marriage. Firstly, know how your spouse wants to be loved. One of the major issues most wives have in marriage is either their husband isn't appreciative of them, doesn't help at home, buy gifts or spend time with them. On the other hand, most husbands may say their wife is always complaining and not fun anymore. A good friend of mine once recommended a book written by Gary Chapman called Five Love Languages, which has been such a blessing to me. In this book, the author talks about five ways to express and experience love, which is words of affirmation. This is telling your spouse nice things. Wife, tell your husbands that you love them and vice versa. Speak positivity into your relationship. The Bible says faith comes by hearing, so demonstrate love through what you say. The second love language is quality time. This is spending meaningful time with your partner doing something together without any interference. In God's word, we see God ask us to draw near to him and he will draw near to us in James 4.8. As couples, we should also spend intimate time with each other, making the point to draw near to each other. Receiving gifts is the next love language. This is giving your spouse gifts If that's what your spouse likes, make an effort to make that happen for them. The Bible actually says a man's gift makes room for him. The next one is acts of service. This is doing something helpful for your partner. And it works in both ways. Men can do that and wives can do that as well. And the last love language is physical touch. Being close to each other and being caressed by your partner. Some of the issues we face in loving our spouses that we tend to love them how we want to be loved and not how they want to be loved. Please take the time 
to find out from your spouse how they want to be loved. There's no point buying loads of gifts if what your spouse really wants is your time. Greater love is not self-seeking and would always look for ways to make the other person happy. Have a conversation with your spouse to find out how they would like to be loved. And as the two of you make an effort to put each other first, God will also give you the grace to love each other more. For those who would like to find out what your preferred lifestyle is, I'd include a link in the description to a free couple quiz. Secondly, you should strive to grow in love. 1 Thessalonians 3.12 says, May the Lord cause you to increase and abound in love for one another and for all people, just as we also do for you. From this scripture, we glean that our love can grow. So as couples, we should strive to grow in love. Otherwise, the opposite will happen to us and our love will wax cold. In the absence of growth, things remain stagnant. Anything that has life grows. So if you are not making the conscious effort to grow in love, then alarm bells should be going off. It's the beginning of something bad happening in your marriage. You should be able to say in 20 years time, the love I have for my husband or wife is more than when we first met. Growing in love is a decision that requires a conscious effort. In the honeymoon stages of our marriage, things were bliss and Isaac could do no wrong in my eyes. But when this was over, the same person who could do no wrong became the instigator of all my problems. I felt we could do more in the house to help and Isaac could hardly understand where I was coming from. I remember his favorite tune was you're always complaining. Our love began to wax cold. And when I look back, I'm only thankful for how far God has brought us because it's only by his grace we've made it this far. We were both desperate to make it work as we could see a beautiful relationship slip right before our eyes. We took the bulls by the horn and acknowledged the main issue in our marriage and at that time it was pride. Once we knew what we were dealing with, we took it to the Lord in prayer and took practical steps to submit to one another. Once we dealt with the major stumbling block in our relationship, we could now make a conscious effort to grow in love for each other. Dear listener, I'll challenge you today. Be true to yourself and pray to God to reveal the stumbling block in your marriage, which retards you from increasing in love for your spouse. Dealing with it is an open door to growing in love. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your unconditional love. The love which leaves the 99 for the one lost sheep. Your love that never fails and your love that never gives up on us. Father, I pray for every marriage. Help us to love as you love. When sometimes we fail in doing this, 
We are comforted because we know that in our weaknesses, you are made strong. I pray in Jesus' name, strengthen each one of us by the power of your Holy Spirit to love our spouse unconditionally through the various seasons of life that you have destined for us. Father, I thank you for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening and see you on the next Fusion Podcast.